Hey y'all. What up though? It's us, the new kids, back. I feel like it's been so long since we recorded last, even though it was only like a month ago. Was it a month ago? Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Time flies when you're having fun. Or when you sleep. Or passing out, which is what I did recently. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Editing dissertation. Right. You know? Um, it's Jermaine. And Shariah. And we're here with Trice Clark, creator of Designer Hack. And we're gonna get into that a little bit more um, in the episode, but Shariah's gonna start it off with the question of the day. Oh, yes. Petty Boots. Okay. <laughs> yes, Shariah's gonna start it off. Let's Thanks. get this rolling. I'm gonna start it off by telling y'all that I don't really have an answer to this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. The one that she created, mind you. Shut up. Anyways, so today's question of the day is what lesson has 2018 taught you and how do you plan to adjust going forward? So I guess I'm answering the question because they're looking at me. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what y'all answers are before I give my answer. Are we going that deep or are we like... <laughs> Ooh, child. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it fairly simple. Um, 2018 has taught me to be really um, diligent and stick to what I say I'm going to do. Um, particularly pertaining to my business. I've been having a lot of, oh, I'll pay you later or people not paying me when they supposed to and I've already done the work and my work is customized so I can't you know necessarily resell it so um yeah so if y'all want to work with me in the future y'all got to have some deposit money um my answer is in a similar vein it's basically no more free shit (laughs) I'm tired period Um, (laughs) period. (laughs) but no for real like um we've done some events this year and I've my clients are pretty uh, consistent when it comes to paying, but I have had people approach me in regards to asking for things done and they expect it to be free or they'd be like, oh, you know, well, if you do this, I do that. No, I play Like, I got bills too. <laughs> so, yeah. right, um, at this point, they're trying to work off a trade. At so all. Listen, at all. <laughs> now, if, you, if we bartering and this may be something that I'm going to benefit from or maybe something that I was paying for that's going to save me some money, I'm all for that. But if you like... I'm gonna bring you a salad for lunch. <laughs> I don't need your salad. Matter of fact, if you give me my money, I can buy my own salad. salad. <laughs> like, yeah. And um, how do I plan to adjust going forward? I guess being more firm with my clients, being more firm with myself. Because, you know, sometimes you beat yourself up about your prices or, you know, stuff like that. But honestly, if if you want the work, it don't come cheap. So. Yeah, and I'm taking period. my prices higher. Right. All and 2019. Look, price going up. All 2019. So, we out here. Yeah. We lit. Dang, now I want to change my answer <laughs> to like more business-wise. Because I'm like, ah, uh, personally. Oh, girl, I don't even want to talk about my personal life. Personally, we could be here all day. We could be here all day. So, business-wise. Well, it still works for both. So, integrity. Okay. For okay. 2018. Uh, just talking to myself better like being nicer to myself even with yeah with work i beat myself down all the time with really like, oh this is trash everybody's gonna hate it i hate this what is this just talking to myself you know yeah i think that's something people have brought up a lot recently because like in my therapy sessions um my therapist has mentioned like what would you say to your younger self or mm-hmm. how would you talk to you know your your a child version of you and i'm like damn you're right because I be beating myself up a lot, like, oh, this is terrible, or... I probably would still do that to myself. All right, I was just thinking to myself, like, I'd probably be like, get it together, little girl, what's wrong? 
Girl, hey, the like, you fucking up. Let's, let's right. get this together. Like, back. Like, this is not sweet, girl. Like, what is <laughs> You <laughs> think you're doing it? Yeah. Little so, do you know, 20 years, your life going to change. Right. So going forward, I would just say uh, just being more encouraging to myself. Especially these two. Because I don't always create things that I like because it's for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's customized to them. But it still can be done well and not, you know. I feel it. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, so next we have our Diving in the D events that are coming up. And I can't believe we're already talking about stuff that's happening in 2019, but here we are. Um, So the first one coming up is January 10th. Uh, This is going to be in Tech Town, which is in Midtown. This event is free because I know we love free. Um, And basically, this event is called the Detroit Technology Exchange. This is their um, info session for their 2019 session or 2019 like, I don't want to call it an internship, but it's kind of like the step above internship. So basically what they're doing is they're paying young entrepreneurs, whether you have a tech-based idea, you want to work on a team, uh, but they have this 10-week accelerator program and they're paying you to launch your business. So if you're interested in learning about that, you can go to their um, info session on January 19th. It's in the evening. I believe it starts at 530 at Tech Town. And again, it's free. The second one um, is on January 30th. It's also free. This is going to be at Bamboo Detroit. And this is Pitch Club Detroit. And so basically what this is, it's like an opportunity for entrepreneurs to come together with mentors, um, other entrepreneurs, and basically pitch your ideas. So you get to get really good feedback. Um, there are going to be potential funders there. Um, and it's people coming across, coming from across the state. So you have entrepreneurs from Detroit, Grand Rapids, Lansing, all coming together to have this um, learning uh, opportunity. So if you're interested in that, that's on January 19th. That's in the evening as well, um, and it's free. So all this free stuff, you can gain resources, tips, tools, all that, all that good stuff. So check that out. Take advantage of this free stuff because we ain't giving y'all no free stuff. We ain't doing no more free stuff. (laughs) um, Next is You Mad or Not. You want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay, I'm please fine do. With that. Let's go. Anywho, <laughs> so there was an article recently released um, via the Detroit Free pa- Free Press. <laughs> I'm like the what? Talk. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, they already know I mis- mix up my words all the time. Anyway, hey, you can't blame it on you can't blame it on liquor this time either. Right, no blame it on the goose. <laughs> Anyways, so um, there was an article released concerning the Flint water crisis, which, as you guys know, uh. Flint had some water issues. Oh, Flint. Flint got... We going yeah. Anyways, y'all know what it is um, concerning this. So, uh, they released this article saying that more than 7,700 pipes have been replaced ahead of schedule. However, there are between ten and 12,000 more that needs to be checked and have, um, you know, see what their priority is and get in the line to be fixed. So, the reason this article really irritated me is because this water crisis started what back in 2015 14 wait yeah, like way before that's then. when it was signed when they uh and i feel like it started before the then, then, but they yeah. knew about it so yeah. that's 20, when they knew, yeah. 2014 is when it like came into the media kind of thing um so either way we're going into 2019 and, and these people still don't have clean water and like you said it's ahead of schedule and then what irritated me the most is the bottom of the article says, we still suggest that they drink bottled water. 
because it still might not be safe after you quote unquote made the repairs. Uh, so, oh Rick, <laughs> to answer the question, and furthermore, nobody's in jail behind this, and oh, we know Rick. who did it. So, <laughs> that's really the thing. So that's, that's, that's the real, uh, the real tea. Just, takes me it takes me there and i don't even like discussing stuff like this i don't even like politics none I don't of like it politics either because everybody but can. it's yeah. just like this is ridiculous you got these kids lives that are at stake and one of my co-workers brought up the fact that like we still to this day don't know how many kids or are people affected, were affected or, by yeah. the lead because it you know it takes time it doesn't necessarily like you wake up the next day and know you have lead you know you have lead right. poisoning so um, we saw Aaron Brockovich. We know yeah, stuff. Period. Right. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay, Chris was on it. Where is our Aaron? Right. We we're gonna be dealing with this really forever. It could be you know yeah. depending yeah. on. Shout out to Mari because Mari Little Miss Flint been on it yeah. since the beginning. Yeah, she's and it's crazy drawn. that she's such she's at such a young age where she has to deal with all of this, and she's mm-hmm. in this spotlight because adults cannot handle business like they're supposed to. Yeah, and I mean it's great for all of the. The organizations that are still helping and are donating waters and all this stuff, but I feel like it kind of died down, you know, after a while. The media wasn't saying nothing about it. You didn't see no more Flint still doesn't have clean water posts, anything like that. So, um, they still need it. They still need it. They still need help. There's still other things that we can do. So, to wrap this up, are you mad or not? Am I mad or not? I'm definitely mad. I'm mad. I'm upset. Period. Very mad. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, my topic. Um, and this came out about a month ago and I had kind of heard like rumors about this going on a little murmurs in the streets, but I was interested to see where this was going to go. Um, so in early November, the Detroit school board voted to change the name of several different high schools or schools within the district, including Ben Carson. I think it's school of technology or school School of science Science and medicine. I just want to say, thank God, <laughs> because who, Lord, who would, I mean, honestly, who would have saw this coming when the school was first named after Ben Carson? But now that we are here, I'm glad that DPS has some sense. There are some other schools in that mix. I believe they talk about changing DSA's name, um, as well as Freddie uh, and a couple other yeah, they didn't give reasoning about behind those, but we no. understand why they changed it Ben Carson. Yes. Or why they want to. Um, and I mean, of course, it's long overdue. There have been petitions, board members have uh, voiced their concerns, and when you look at his position, isn't he over like the Housing Development Commission? Urban. Urban. Yeah, it, urban. it makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't match his background. What's it, yeah, it doesn't. But what's interesting is, <laughs> I saw somebody talk about this on Twitter. And, of course, um, they were like, people so quick to change the name of Ben Carson. What about the other uh, schools that are named after races? So I'm like, we could change them, too. Like, let's change all of them. Change let's them all. Let's, <laughs> let's get them all out. I but mean, see, people people say stuff like that. Like, let's change them all. And you say, let's say Cass. And they're like, oh, not my beloved Cass. No. Right. We're right. changing that. Let my slave masters cut. <laughs> Let's get it all. Like it don't the buck don't have to stop with Ben Carson. And if you so mad about Ben Carson being changed, then you suggest something else, or you start a petition to change change it back. I don't know. Just people mm-hmm. always want to p- play devil's advocate when it's not needed. I feel like the devil don't need an advocate. <laughs> like, the, there's no reason. Like there's no definitive reason why this school needs to be named that going into the future. It just doesn't yeah, make it. It just doesn't align with it education at all. So, Period. am I mad? No. I'm actually happy that DPS is 
getting themselves together because Lord knows they need it. Yes. <sighs> I can't. Lisa. This is this is too much. <laughs> this is just too much. <sighs> yeah. I mean, hey, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I guess. All right. So do you have any topics you want to contribute to you, Matt, or not? Or you you good with what we... We kind of split. This is the first time we've been split about being mad or not. <laughs> For real. Why? Because well, you was mad. You mad. You're and not I'm not. No, she's happy they're changing the name. Oh, okay. I get it. My oh, bad, y'all. Got lost for a second. It's been a long week and it's only Wednesday. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my bad. I was lost for like two seconds. My no, brain I don't have went around. Political things aligned with that. I am mad at Offset, but that's it. I mean, we can oh, talk, about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about because it. first of all, what is New Orleans? That's first. Second of all. Drugs. Second of all. He clearly the reason the baby ain't been posted on Instagram until today. Because sis posted her she posted immediately. That's what you do as soon as you, your heart break and drop the baby. This my heart. This my heart. This my, New my king. This. My queen. Like, <laughs> my soul. Love of my life. Like, because I, 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 I thought she went, I thought she went about it very, um. Nicely, uh, she didn't necessarily nice bash him. Nice for Cardi. Nice for Cardi. Yeah. Cardi yeah. She didn't bash him. She didn't. She just was like, you know, we're better off as friends, and that's that. Hashtag y'all won. I just think it's crazy. First of all, sir. First that of all, sir. cheaters always want to blame everybody else. You blaming the world when you you the like, cheater? Like that y'all won. Y'all put me in this position. <laughs> and then it's even like it's even crazier because, sir, you are a celebrity. Like. You cheating in public. <laughs> You're cheating, like, cheating via public. text message as if people clouds ain't been hacked. Man. First of all, his as cloud has been hacked before. So as if people don't you know. screenshot and send to the shade room the first chance that they get. Like, I just don't understand. Where are the non-disclosure agreements? Like, They're too dumb to get I'm to that point. I'm handing the girl the paper. So, oh, you're, I mean, you're DM, but here's this. Fill this. That's here's the first the, thing I'm DMing link you, to the Google Doc. Like, I'm here to DM <laughs> you this. Address. <laughs> And then we can talk. And it's not just Offset, like T.I. And all the people. everybody. Everybody. In T.I.'s case, I don't even blame him for not being discreet anymore. <laughs> I don't. What do you mean? Like, so I've been watching this this show, you know, T.I.'s family hustle business. I haven't watched the All of them, whatever it is. Man. So, like, he was saying in one of his confessionals, like, oh, Tiny's not mad about the situation when he slapped some girl on the booty. He did something. I don't know what he did to mm-hmm. her. He was like, she's not mad about the situation. She's mad because the public got a hold of it first. Stop doing it in public. Stop doing it at all. Th- I mean. And if it's to the point where you can have <laughs> a conversation with me and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. If I mean, she's not really mad about here? it, like if this is something that goes on in y'all relationship, if y'all didn't talk about this, you got an open relationship, y'all cool, great. But stop. Leave us out of it. <laughs> you can't be exposed if you know if it's out in the open. <laughs> but if you really like committed, <sighs> that's the only way that people get mad. Cheaters gonna cheat. Cheaters gonna niggas gonna nig. Niggas gonna nig, and then they gonna be mad at us for calling them out on their nigging. How dare you? How, how, da- dare, how dare you leave me? How dare you? How dare you to be upset treatment? with me for cheating on you? <laughs> like. And I, of course, yeah. then it was a justice for offset hashtag. That's what I was going to say. Like, I didn't see all the it's stupid tweets about, um, well, if Cardi had been doing what she was supposed to do. Like, uh, really? Is this really the argument we going with? Really? Hmm. Do better. So are we mad, y'all? Yes. I'm, I'm looking mad at offset. I want to pull up. 
Because we can scrub. I'm not even a Cardi fan like that, but just come on, bro. Cuban doll. Like, really? I mean, just anybody. It doesn't even matter, like, the stature of the woman or whatever. It's just, just you. Being a dummy. I don't know. A dummy. Mm-hmm. I ain't with the marriage cheating. Everybody else is not even. Right, because I'm like, they married. I ain't with the marriage cheating, though. Uh, niggas go nigg, like we said. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that wraps up our first half. We're going to take a break and be back so we can talk to Trees about all the great stuff that she's doing and all the stuff that she's yes. building. <laughs> if you want to learn more about the New Kids, check out our website at thenewkidsdetroit.com. Make sure you listen and subscribe and rate us on iTunes at The New Kids LLC. And do us a favor and share your favorite episode on all of your social media. So, of course, we had to wait on Sharia to get ready, as usual. First of all, <laughs> first of all, all <laughs> put me on blast again, sis. Like, I got stuff in the chamber. I'm ready. So. <laughs> Every episode. Anyway. At least you're not eating this time. Don't talk me in my business. So, anyways, Jermaine is acting out in front of company, and she's just so disrespectful. Germany, don't be like that. Okay? All right, Sharia. Uh, anyways, we are here with Miss Trice Clark. And we're going to let her introduce herself to y'all because we're nice like that. And y'all need to know her because she's important. I feel like you just said my name. Would you want me to introduce myself? <laughs> yeah. What do you do? What do you, tell, tell us about, you, you know, what you do, what you are in, what you're creating. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm Treese. The best way to describe myself is just to be an all-around DIYer. So I build backdrops, make jewelry. I do a lot of handiwork in between. Shout out and to the backdrops. Yeah. yeah, they live. Thank you. And then I work at a, a nonprofit called Arts and Scraps in the oh. Morningside community. Yeah. I know Arts Sweet. and Scraps. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to do our lightning round, which is roughly 30 seconds. Not usually. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to ask you five quick questions. And you just kind of fire your answers okay. back. All right. Are you a Detroit native? Yes. East side or west side? East. Turn up. Favorite Coney Island? <laughs> I don't even eat Coney Island. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> now we got to cancel the rest of the podcast. Uh, no, I'm just like, <laughs> I had it once this year and I was like, dang, I forgot how good these wing ding dinners was. Come but, on, yeah. man. You can't give up Coney. Anyway, <laughs> high school. Martin Luther King, junior, senior high school. That's what's up. Uh, first car. Equinox. Oh, you lit. I had a little, oh, a, little a little putt-putt. I had a PT Cruiser. I had a uh, Chevy Cavalier and it was red with a blue truck. Oh, I remember Cavaliers. It's terrible. terrible <laughs> I used to think I was whipping in my PT Cruiser. Period. Me and my little four friends that fit in that little car. Okay. Pushing it. <laughs> Can tell me nothing. <laughs> so, anyways, we're gonna get into some of your business beginnings. So, um, did you choose to pursue higher education? Um, uh, why, yes. why not? Yeah, I went to Michigan State. I actually studied anthropology and I minored in dance. Huh. Oh, that's yeah. so. Okay. Yeah, what made you, you like, want to no, go? <laughs> <laughs> what like what made you want to go into anthropology? I've always been like obsessed with Egypt. So okay. I used to always watch like the History Channel, all mm-hmm. the like um, pharaoh stories and just like the like Tomb Raider type things. Yeah. That and then got more into like forensics with CSI. I so, feel it. Yeah. I don't. Th- I think that's uh, something that a lot of people wouldn't expect you to say. Like, oh, what you get your degree in? Anthropology. Well, I didn't graduate. That's, you know, that's my little person over there. But no. <laughs> but no, I studied anthropology. I still, science is still my first love. Like, okay. I feel it. 
because I hate science. I love science. I'm so terrible at it. Like, I've been trash at it my whole life. Like, that was the only subject I was able to get a C in, and my mom would be like, whatever. Because <laughs> it was I, never getting better. Honestly. Like four point in the hardest science classes at, at state, but I couldn't pass math. They're like, how are you feeling this easy math class? And you're like, four point is like, this. I don't even remember my last science class. I was like, I got to college. And Give test, me words. Tested right on out of it. <laughs> I was paper, like, well, got a English, I got you. No, I was down with it. Dissecting, all that. Come on, give it here. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, I guess this kind of already answered it a little bit, but we'll d- go deeper with this. So, did you always know that you wanted to be an artist? Um, and how did you get into this line of work? I always knew I wanted to do something with art, but I just didn't think that uh, artists get paid outside of musicians, really. Mm -hmm. Because no one came to talk to me at our schools in Detroit about, like, artist programs or artists making a living, for real. I feel that. So, definitely didn't know that I would be actually making money off of art, because Mm -hmm. you never really hear too much about artists until they pass like mm-hmm. they want to sell all their work or whatever things that they've been painting and no one was buying while they were alive type thing so I didn't uh, exactly see myself doing this but I always knew I wanted to do it like I was always doing it anyway like my mom would buy me little craft kits from Joann's and I would just knock those out so we were in there like weekly buying stuff mm, I feel that's like. what's up so did you um, take any type of formal training or just self-taught uh, self-taught I went to CCS for like a year Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. So what was your, your moment of clarity that kind of let you know this was this was more than just a hobby for you? Uh, honestly, this year is the first year that I actually made money. So, really? That's yeah, what's up. That I actually was like not in the red or just black. So like actually been in the green. Was this year. That's a good feeling too. Yeah, it's a, it it's is. a great feeling. Like, but I think that just kind of goes with being consistent. Like I've been trying different things so I never could call things a business i'm still weird about it now because i feel like i do so much stuff that what do i call it mm, yeah. kind of kind of a thing but we know this, all about this yeah <laughs> the multi-hyphenate generation type thing we got hey. going on yeah you got yeah. your hands in a little bit of everything it's just kind of like eh, this maybe try this eh, maybe try that yeah and it's all an extension of yourself like yeah, it's all yeah. stuff that you want to do but you're trying to figure out like okay what's gonna pop definitely understand that so what inspired you to host the um, DIY workshops. Uh, the designer had. I started hosting those in my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started hosting those in my uh, dorm in college. Like I used to have craft parties. You know when like the ripped denim jeans kind of came back to the yeah. scene. Had the whole building smelling like bleach. Like we would <laughs> distress the jeans and stuff in my uh, in my place. Just kind of started doing it that way. Then when I, uh, after I had my son and moved back to the city, I started doing them here at Zarkless. So just really getting people together to do stuff because I, I like that. I just feel like people yeah. bond better when they're like their hands are busy. We're not just doing like the regular outing type things. We're not just going drinking. I mean, it's BYOB. You can bring bring your drinks, but you can just bond differently when you're just kind of chilling and relaxing and actually making something that you'll use. So, what are some of the professional hurdles or hard lessons that you've had uh, that you've learned so far? Um, professional hurdles. That you really can't do it all yourself. Because even though I am like a, a DIY person, you definitely need help. Yeah. Because I can't carry every single thing by myself. Because some, some backdrops are heavy or mm-hmm. why we're going upstairs, whatever. I need to hire help even if it's just for event days, not necessarily for fabrication. 
but for things like that, that's the biggest hurdle. Asking for help and knowing that I need help, like, okay, I've exerted myself as much as I can. This is, like, my cap. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like everybody's kind of been coming to that realization lately. It's like, you know, yeah, I want to be self-made. Yeah, I want to be, you know, an entrepreneur. And just because you have a team doesn't take away from what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have a hard time accepting that, including me. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about myself, too. Because <laughs> I'll be like, who, who do I really trust with my yeah. business? I don't even really like people. So I think that's like all of us. I feel like at some point every entrepreneur gets to that and you gotta let go a little yeah. bit it's just like relinquishing control of those like putting things in other people's hands because you know what you can do right. and how you would do it but like trying to communicate that to someone else and trying to make sure they have like the yeah. same vision, vision as yeah. you or just like care about it enough that's hard that's difficult very very difficult um so what story are you looking to tell about Detroit with your career uh well I've been thinking a lot about legacy mm-hmm. honestly because I've I'm a Detroit native. I've been here basically my whole life instead of, you know, besides going to East Lansing for college. So just a a story of, you know, staying here and actually being able to produce things that matter. Because eventually I do want to maybe start going into people's homes. I can't technically do, like, interior design or anything Mm -hmm. because I don't have that degree, the proper licensure. So I won't call it that. But I definitely would like to... Some like, form of design. Yeah, some form of uh, renewing people's homes so their kids can have a nice room or something. Something like that. I feel. Because that's the only way that you like live on if people know who you are. If I haven't done anything and I've been here for what, almost 30 years, God. <laughs> then then, then <laughs> let's know, talk girl, about it. What have I been doing, really? If, you know, if I'm not a household name when I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe pushing 30. Oh, damn near 30. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my God. Anyways, so <laughs> tell us a little bit about your business or businesses and what's the story behind them. Um, so the the backdrops that I do, uh, the story behind that is my friend Lauren, she uh, hosted Twerking Tequila or Cinco de Mayo at a club. And she just really wanted some decor it was her first her first event and I was just like well let me see if I can do this thing and that's kind of how it went I work at Arts and Scraps so we always get different things donated we had some turf donated mm-hmm. so I was like I'm okay I'm gonna hold on to this I don't know what I'm gonna do with this turf but I'm gonna hold on to it and then it just came to me like oh just make a backdrop because people like pictures people like designated places to like take a picture if yeah. you have it at your event and that's kind of where that all started from and I really been running it off of word mouth all summer like I just had an official event last month but that's what's up though when you make something of such you know good and like something that people can remember Mm -hmm. they're gonna talk about it and they're gonna Mm -hmm. be like hey did you see that backdrop or did you see you know I wonder who did it and that's how your name spreads especially when it's something that's eye-catching and people are like oh that was really dope because we've seen I've seen your backdrops at uh, Jerk and Jalof um, Kendra Fest, like you've done some really great work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was like the cutest, most innocent laugh. Over there too. Um, but yeah, I would I would say like, especially being in this day and age where like selfies are popping, yeah. Yeah. everybody got to get the right angles and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. if you got something that's gonna add to yeah. my selfie and my Instagram likes, what <laughs> we out here? <laughs> we in there. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that's how that one started, and then um, I just kind of been doing uh, 
like DIYs on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So using IGTV and using the stories just to try to be keeping myself consistent too, like making sure that I'm posting because it's easy for me to like not post and just be on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. We know all that's, about that's her so. all day long. Jermaine be like, I hate Instagram. I, I just made an Instagram like within the last year. Yeah, see, I don't even. The thing about Instagram, I, I try to be like more interactive with it, but I can't tell you that I go on there and actually like pay attention to other people's stuff because I don't. Yeah. Which is, which is bad. Like, I try to like communicate with things, but I just be looking at my thing, looking at my insights. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes that's what you got to do. Oh yeah, I forgot I was doing. Yeah, you doing? Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mind is just all over the place today. Anyways, so um, how do you handle the craziness in terms of being busy, uh, working with multiple brands, deadlines, being a parent, nonprofits, all that good stuff? Um, I try to write out my calendar each month. Um, I basically tape it to my wall. We have like this big, like that roll, like that roll of butcher paper type mm-hmm. stuff. So I'll put that up so my son can draw on it on one side, and I'll put it in our calendar on the other side. And uh, I actually, I don't know, I've been sacrificing a lot of friend time this year, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be telling my friends, like, dang, I feel like a bad friend. I'm missing this. And they're like, girl, we like We, we get it, we yeah. Get it. But I would, like, send a cash app, like, I'm sorry, buy yourself a drink. Congratulations, because I need to go to sleep tonight so I can get up at 5. But <laughs> Yeah. You know, at least so, you're nice enough to do that. I'd be like, girl, I ain't coming. <laughs> Look, or we, if, we'll send if I get it, I'll send it, you know, like, here, buy yourself a drink. It's a shot. But, That's real, though, because at least you know. Some people aren't aware that they're pulling themselves away from their friends and their family until they start to get threatening messages like, where you been or are you okay? Yeah, I knew I was, but it wasn't even intentionally but I just know when I'm missing stuff like oh dang like this is coming up today yeah and there's no way that I'm gonna be able to make it at first I was doing everything like trying to at least show my face at everything but it burned out so quick because there's so many events yeah. it's events every day that's true so what's the best piece of business advice that you would give your past self like if you were to look back now and meet yourself as you were starting on this journey what would you say uh, definitely stay consistent which is the hardest thing when you're an entrepreneur, I, I think, because you have, like, a real life. Yeah. So it's easy to be on autopilot at a job because you're going to get a check regardless. Like, depending on where you work, you're going to get paid hey, regardless right. of your performance. But in your entrepreneur life, if you don't work, you don't get you don't get paid. Like, how are you going to make money? So definitely um, staying consistent. I was definitely um, crippled by a lot of jobs. So I was going to be like, oh, I'm taking all this time out because I'm going through personal stuff so I'm like not doing any business any business thing so staying consistent and just uh, just thug it out really that's real so what's next for you what's the next big thing you just had your first event I heard you built a swing like what's (laughs) what's next what's next on the agenda Um, really just trying to get the the classes uh, filled up and sold out every time so the event was the event that I did for the backdrops was called the uh, TC Experience. And I, you know how Eventbrite lets you set the goals with like ticket yeah. sales? So I just like threw out 50. Like I've never had, my classes are like 10 people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've never had like an event with more than that, like people show up for myself personally, maybe in like a collaboration or something, but not for myself uh, personally. And it sold out online and strangers were like paying at the door. And like my friends would ask me, like, oh, how you know Treese? And they're like, we don't. Like, yeah. We don't know. We're just like, oh. here. I'm like, that's that's kind of cool. So the next thing, we just really um, keeping the momentum and getting people to uh, 
come come to the classroom where they can make their own things and take them away. So from jewelry to home decor, all of that. That's my like my next big goal is really just building the tribe. Honestly, that's legit. The New Kids is all about giving entrepreneurs the right platform. If you're interested in advertising with us, send us an email at thenewkidsllc at gmail.com. In terms of like millennials yeah. in the city, um, where do you think our generation is needed in Detroit the most? I think we're needed everywhere because a lot of ideas are, you know, not working as we can see, even with the like the GM thing, they're trying to yeah. they're laying off all those people. And that story I is almost crazy. picked that That's for the matter of all topics. So my my stepdad works at GM and he's a in the tech part. And what they're trying to do, he said they're trying to lure uh, they're trying to compete with Google and Amazon, which makes no sense. No to sense me. to me. They're no completely me. different markets. No sense to me. But they're uh, trying to get more into the the tech world. So they're trying to do like the uh, the tech for the cars and trying to do like the self driving and attract those people to so come. So you fire but all your whatever. The but story about that plant and like just the um, I don't know what Catholics the priests I guess or whatever. <laughs> it's just. It's, <laughs> It's 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 a crazy story. If you like, if you want to know about Detroit history, go look up the whole Pole Town yeah. um, history about the factory and everything, because that's crazy. They demolished the entire neighborhood entire to neighborhood. build to to build this factory only to close it. They um, what did they do? They demolished like part of like a really thriving black neighborhood to build that part of seventy five. Oh yeah, Black Bottom. Yeah, My, and now uh, they about to do the same with that. So they did it twice. My grandma moved when they built the plant and then when they built 75 they uh fortunately enough they owned their home there too mm-hmm. so they were bought out of that neighborhood too so just all the displacement for nothing for things to fail yeah basically. it's crazy and it, the model that we were built on is just wow mm-hmm. because detroit was like this mecca of okay. like the american dream really motor city but yeah the american Cars. dream you can make this you have to file a day plan whatever you're making uh this money to afford this certain life and then they just strip it away from you that's crazy so we need i think we're needed uh in every space in detroit i mean they're trying to lure us in because we got obviously we're wanted but mm-hmm. i mean this isn't the really way to go about it <laughs> yeah. but they need us in in every in every space because the older generation time is really up though like on, move like, out the way honestly <laughs> like we appreciate your efforts. Right. But now we got to clean it up so that our kids can be straight in the yeah. city. Even us. Like, as we get older, we got to make sure we got our own stuff straight. We got to make sure that we can retire since we ain't not going to have pensions. Man. We don't have nothing. <laughs> All right. So, we have a new question. We actually just created this question today. So, you're going to be the first person to answer this question. Okay. We ain't even really thought about the question fully. We haven't. So, so it might make no sense at all, but it makes sense to us. If Fair you could name. describe your brands or brand in a Fago Pop flavor... Which one would you choose? <laughs> exactly. That, I wish I could have seen the face you just made. Because exactly. They ain't do Fago Bank Burners. <laughs> no. No. 
What's that? But you know what? You could you could choose with burners. Burners is a Detroit. That's what I'm saying. You could choose burners. You could choose burners. Burners, I Detroit. think. <laughs> Detroit. I don't even I'm know. Saying, who's you don't say fake old burners. I'm I don't think so. I don't know. I'm about to look it up because I don't know who. It's whoever who makes A and W. The uh, yeah. bottles are the same shape. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, Dang, I that's think. what I want to say because I'm like burners is the cure all. I'm like I feel like I'm the fixer. Hey. So can we do that? Yes. yes. Here we go. That's Mine would be kiwi strawberry. It's a kiwi strawberry pickle. Mm-hmm. I don't even drink pop, so I ain't had it in like I, I haven't years, either. but I remember kiwi strawberry for sure. I'm definitely going for peach. I'll, that's what I'm thinking. I used to drink. <laughs> I'm yeah. definitely going for peach. We lit. All right. So our last official question, and this is, I guess, usually their favorite question. If you could switch places with someone for one week, who would it be? Now, mind you, you get all their knowledge, all their money, all their connections, all their problems. Yes. All their All their everything. All their baby parents. <laughs> I don't know. See, I would say Solange because I just want. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's a like good one choice. of my favorite, yeah. like favorite people, and I would love to do like set design for her. So we are gonna put that in the atmosphere. Yes, yes. Like, speak it into yeah. existence. But really, switch places. I would like to switch places with my son because carefree. Well, you see, he okay. over here laughing and just chilling. Period. What no bills. <laughs> I want to do that. Maybe this week, really chilling. Like I think content. mine this week would be Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Why? Yeah. Why is that? Um, I think she's had a very interesting career. Uh, in terms of her development, I think she's seen a lot of things, interacted with a lot of different people, and she has a very unique perspective on life. Honestly, um, I just think that being her and seeing what she sees and then bringing that knowledge back would definitely be something to take hold of. Hmm. Who was yours this week? I hadn't really thought about this because I <laughs> forgot that we answered this question too. But I'm going to go for... My good friend Tracy Ellis Ross. Hey, oh, turn yes. up! Shout out to yeah. Tracy. Shout out to Tracy in her jeans, man. Listen, because I'm trying to have my body like hers. I'm trying to have the carefree attitude. All of that's what forty look like. Okay, sign Listen, me up. Bring it. Sign me up. She looked better than me, and I'm I'm right good now. twelve years, <laughs> twelve years away. So, all right, Tracy. So, if somebody wants to purchase a lit backdrop for their party or event coming up, how do they get a hold of you? How do they contractor services uh, so you can go to my website uh treesclark.co shoot me an email at info at treesclark.co dm me on instagram <laughs> treesclark yeah all right y'all heard all it right. here hit her up yes put money in her pockets all Period. 2019 because yep. ain't nothing free <laughs> no free lunch <laughs> um we learned that as kids yes stick to it <laughs> so we are the New Kids, of course. You can follow us on social media at the New Kids LLC on Twitter and Instagram. And that's our name on Facebook, I think. Yes, the New Kids LLC okay. is our name I on Facebook. Say, I don't know because I'm going on Facebook. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Also, we just dropped New Kids University class Ooh. two. So go check that out on YouTube. Our video is also on our website, thenewkidsdetroit.com. And that's basically our way of trying to teach what we know to our peers. And um, it's the only free thing y'all get. Yes, out of it's us. the only free thing y'all get. <laughs> Our first class is about um, interview prep. Yes, interview prep, and making uh, sure you're ready for that really big interview. Second class just dropped. That's about grants. So if you are curious about the grant process or you see some grants that you want to, you know, possibly apply, watch that video. I'm dropping uh, some real things. Yes. Yes. So watch all to, of them. I'm not trying to leave no money on the table. Okay. Run me my grant money. Yes. <laughs> 
I don't want to jump, spend my money. Let me spend your, your money. money. Exactly. I'm ready. We out here. <laughs> uh, Sharae, you got anything else you want to add? Um, Not really. Uh, just make sure that you guys, if you're interested in being on the podcast, you can shoot us an email at thenewkidsllc at gmail.com. We also still are offering our advertising. So if you're interested in that, um, hit us up via social media or via the email. Yes, we have Other a lot that. of things coming up in 2019. It's and we're excited. Party. Yes. As soon as we end this episode, it's my birthday. We lit. Yes. Shariah's birthday mm-hmm. is tomorrow. 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 tomorrow so we're about so. to be out here. If yeah. you see us, you ain't see us. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New kids are out. Bye, guys. Bye.